Hello, welcome to the Maximize Life podcast. I am your host, Maxandra DeRosier. Thank you for joining us and thank you for sharing our podcast with people that you know and people that you do not know. Today, I have an amazing topic that we are going to be discussing today. And I definitely want to share something with you, something that I went through as well. We are not defined by what happens to us, but how we choose to respond. You know, how many times something happened and your reaction to it, it's what really continued to cause you pain many, many years later. You are not defined by what happens to you, but how you choose to respond to it. Always remember that your current situation right now, whether it is emotional, physical situation, financial, it is not your permanent destination. Come on, repeat this with me. My current situation is not my permanent destination. Your life situations are never permanent. And at times when we're going through different life situations, we think this is the end. And there are times that we make our circumstances, the adversity, the problems that arises to life, we make them bigger than they are. But everything is temporary. Nothing is permanent. In this life that we live, nothing's permanent, whether it's pain, whether it's pleasure, whether it's joy, whether it's sorrow, everything is in a constant state of change. That's why it's so important for us to have hope, to stay hopeful, to have a vision, to understand that all of our experiences have brought us thus far. And a lot of the things you've gone through, you have people that are connected to you specifically that you can share them with them so they don't have to go through it themselves. You are wiser, right? You are wiser. And it is important to take time as well to think about the lessons learned and how you can apply them currently in your life. You know, I think the better way to live a purposeful life, the better way to live a life where you are at peace is to never take anything as permanent in life. I think that's important. You know, we stress sometimes. Just think about it for a second. You know, Think about some of the things you've already come through and how when that event happened, how you stress yourself, you know, so much and look where you are now. Some of you have gone through, whether it's relationships, whether it's business, whether it's uh, through grief, right? Whether it's sickness or Whatever the situation is, whether it's change, even though you were resisting change and you are on the other side of it right now and you are stronger, 
wiser, better than ever, and you have a clear vision. So a lot of times we do not stop to realize that this isn't permanent. Why am I stressing myself about it? Because no matter how bad the situation gets, it will change. And I have to say sometimes it's because we do not have the patience. One of the things that I had to learn and I continue to learn is the fact that we got to be patient. And there are times when things show up in our life, it's taking us to a process that we must go through. It's taking us to a cycle in our lives because everything exists in cycle right? Nothing is permanent. We get so attached because when we're going through the cycle, when there is change and we have conformed, we get so comfortable of where we are. And then when it shows up, we are afraid of change. But guess what? You do not have to be afraid of change because it is leading you to a new beginning. Many years ago, I was, um, when I was 16 years old out of high school, I got a job at a company through an agency. It was one of those temporary agencies that get you jobs and send you all over the place. And when I got the job there, it was a great job, you know, exciting time. And the reason why it was an exciting time for me, simply because I was sleeping on somebody's floor. I was homeless. A lot of you, perhaps you're listening to this. You don't know my story. Quickly, I moved to the U.S. at 13. By the time I was 16, I graduated high school and I was homeless. And, but before I accepted that job, I had met someone who owned a mortgage company. And the day that I met him, I was just fired from another job. Or should I said, I left another job. Because what happened is they had hired me to do a job. And then once I got there, they had me doing everything else and weren't paying me what we agreed on. So when I went to talk to the person in charge, at the company, they weren't budging, so I left. And um, of course, I remember just crying and, and thinking to myself, going down the elevator, just in total, total tears, thinking to myself, how am I going to eat, right? And I need a place because I was sleeping on my friend's floor at that time. And, you know, my mom, dad, everybody was back home in Haiti. And as I went down the elevator, the elevator opened. It so happened the owner of a mortgage company who was on the first floor of that company, he rented the first floor and he saw me and he said, what's wrong? And I explained to him what happened. And then he said, well, guess what? I have someone right now who works for me. She's going to be leaving. You can take her job, but she's leaving in three months. Well, three months is really far. When you're leaving from penny to no penny to paycheck, 
you know, you're by yourself, you're taking care of yourself. And I had enrolled in school. I needed to pay for classes as well because I had graduated high school. I had enrolled at our community college and I needed to pay for classes. I didn't have three months. And then he said, well, on the weekends, you can work for me as a telemarketer. And I said, okay, great. You know, wonderful. When can I start? And he said, you can start this weekend. I'm going to put you in contact with the young lady who comes in and works for me and does telemarketing. She will train you and you can start this Sunday. You can start, come in on Sunday afternoon. She will train you. You will make calls. Okay. In the meantime, I needed a full-time job. And that's how I got the, the other job through the agency. And I was there working. And I was also working on the weekends as a telemarketer. So that's how I learned telemarketing skills because the young lady who was there was very kind. She sat with me and she really taught me how to make the calls. We had to make either a hundred or 150 calls within a matter of hours. I mean, just imagine, you know, I was only in the U.S. at the time for maybe two and a half years, getting close to three years. I was here just learning English and I'm calling these people's home, you know, saying, hi, this is Mike Sandra calling from mortgage company. Are you looking to get a second mortgage or to refinance? And, you know, and, and I would make the calls. So now I'm working full time. I'm going to school and I'm also working on the weekends as a telemarketer. So now at the job where I was, they liked me so much that the owner of the company decided that you should I want you to be permanent. I don't want you to be temporary. So I'm going to call the agency, let the agency know that we want to give you a permanent position. So when the agency called me and said they want to give me a permanent position, well, the only thing that I could think of is the fact that I had given the owner of the mortgage company my word to tell him that I was going to work for him in a few months when the person he currently had left that I would take her position. And then I said, well, I don't know if I can go permanent. They offered me $12 an hour. That was a big deal. I could clearly remember at the time, LPNs back then, they were earning, you're talking in the 90s, right? $12 an hour. And that was a big deal. Of course, I called a few people. They're like, oh my God, that is great. That's wonderful. Take the job. Now, I called the owner of the mortgage company who had promised me, you know, a month prior when he saw me crying coming down the elevator, he said, you can come and work for me. And I said, well, you know, there, I didn't even tell him that I was getting a permanent position or I was offered a permanent position. I simply asked him, is the job ready? He said, as a matter of fact, I was getting ready to call you because the young lady is leaving soon and I want you to come in so she can train you before she leaves. And I said, okay, so 
How much does the job pay? Are you ready for this? $6.25 an hour. Now, this may not make any sense to you whatsoever. Why am I even thinking about going to work for this man when it's very clear my current position, they're giving me $12 an hour. I am homeless. I need to pay for classes. I need to take care of myself. I need to rent a place to pay for, and I need to send money back home to Haiti to my mother. And then there is this other job that the owner took me in as a telemarketer. I am getting paid $25 per file that closes as a telemarketer. And now he's offering me a full-time position at $6.25 an hour. Listen, I called maybe one or two people to share that with them. They say, why are you even calling us? It makes no sense. Tell him no and take the $12 an hour job. But in my heart, I felt I had given him my word. I told him that I was going to work for him. When this man saw me in that elevator crying, he quickly, without question, jump into, I want to help you come and work for me. I'm giving you a position right now as a telemarketer. And believe me, that $25 an hour per file that closes. Now I can make 150 calls every weekend that I'm there. If I work on Saturday and Sunday, 150 calls. But imagine we only get a few people that says yes. And then those Names and numbers have to be submitted to a broker and the broker have to go to the appointment and the files have to close for me to even get paid, right? Which was $25 per file. So for a lot of people, it didn't make sense that I would even question what to do. I followed my heart. I said no to the position that was paying me $12 an hour. And I went and worked for him for $6.25 as a receptionist. Now, I'm sharing this story with you because a lot of you are in positions right now where you think your situation is permanent. There's just so many lessons for you to learn from this story. And I'm only going to touch on just a few of them. Number one follow your heart. God always speaks to us, but are we willing to listen? Something can look really, really good, but that doesn't mean that is the path you are supposed to take. The other thing is integrity, your word, it matters. And I understand that in certain situation in our lives, you know, of course, I could have made the decision to get paid more and I needed to make that money. But yet at the same time, I just knew in my spirit, I just knew that was the right decision for me. And I took that leap of faith. And I want to tell you where it led me to. It led me to learning a profession that I would have never learned, which is a mortgage and real estate business. 
it led me into working at the firm, becoming one of their top producers. It led me with, I had to wait to become a broker, right? To turn 18 years old and become a broker a few years later to opening my firm. And within months of becoming a broker, just grossing the $40,000 in sales and being able to move into my own place, right? And being able to also get a car and stop taking the bus, right? Because I would walk miles and take the bus to go to school, to go to work and all of that. And guess what? You got to know what is best for you. Everything is temporary, even our lives. And I say this because we have a life that is a gift. The life that you have, the breath that you're taking on a daily basis, it is a gift giving to you. You are here for a reason. You are not here by chance. So. Do not be afraid to change. Do not be afraid to take a leap of faith. A lot of you are stuck in situations when you know exactly in your heart you do not belong there. And that's what happened with the story because I went on to doing that, but here's something else that happened. I was introduced to a whole new world. Let's talk about things that a lot of times we don't put, you cannot even put an amount of money on it. The people that I met, the circles that I was surrounded with, you know, at the mortgage company where I worked, you know, you had people who were in college going to law school and they are brokers. You had people who were investors, real estate investors. You had folks who were college grads, but working as mortgage brokers. They were always introducing me to books, right? They were all older than I was. They were always ready to give me advice. I had mentors as well there. How do you think I learned the mortgage business? Because I was surrounded by all these men and women that, you know, I was assigned to one of them who was there to help me, to lead me and teach me the rope of the business. Because once I became a mortgage broker, the owner assigned me to one or two ladies who would help me with my files and they would get a cut of the files, but they really taught me the ins and out of the business. And here's another thing. I think it's really important for you to get in grasp. You gotta be open to learning from others and to be coachable. A lot of times, you know, we want to act like we know it all or think we know it all. And sometimes you miss the destiny helpers that are assigned to be there, to lead you, to help you, simply because, you know, perhaps we can be full of ourselves or take ourselves so seriously. I'll give you an example. 
you can have a lot of business experiences. And this is something that I learned growing up in Haiti, where my father would make sure that it doesn't matter the maid in the house, we respect the people working for him, how we speak to them, that we should sit down as kids and be quiet and listen to what you know, he wants to share with us, whether it's about our schooling or the lesson for us to learn. A lot of times we think I've accomplished so much and perhaps you have somebody working in your office building who's a cleaning lady or a guy and you pass by them every day, you don't say hello. And perhaps you look down on them. And I, I will tell you something. I'm always fascinated to stand and talk to people and get to know them because I'm, I always walk away with something and I'm never the same. I am never, never the same because I can always see myself in them or my mother or, you know, people that I've known growing up. Always be open to receive and to give as well. Always be open to spread love. Always be open to understand that everything that you have been through have brought you to this place that you are in right now. And everything that you're going right now, it is simply a cycle. It is simply get through it. Oftentimes we try to rush the process, right? So I. When I was at the mortgage company, I did not rush that process. I came in, I was humbled by being in the midst of all these high achievers and leaders who were earning six, seven figures and they were doing well. And I, I became a sponge learning from them on a daily basis. And not only learning from them. I was always the first one there, the last one to live, to leave the office. And I would clean up. I did certain jobs that weren't expected of me that I wasn't getting paid for. If someone needed help with something, I can offer help. I would help them. If some of the brokers needed me to call somebody, I would call. It may not have been part of my job description, you know, I created some forms, came in with some different tools for us to use, right? Gave ideas. And you know what? My world opened up, became friends with some of them. And I learned so many life lessons that no amount of money, oh, no amount, you cannot put any amount of money. I was introduced to Anthony Robbins by one of the reps who worked for a lending company for the firm, I didn't have the money at that time to go to Anthony Robbins. I borrowed that money, not knowing how I was going to pay for it. And it opened up a world for, for this young girl who was here in this country by herself. And um, it opened up a world for me to open books on subject matters that I did not know anything about, on how to invest, 
on communications, on leadership, on sales, on telemarketing. And that has just been such a blessing in my life because I went on to open my own firm and then to go on into the network marketing industry, to go on to my own speaking, coaching, consulting, business, all of that. Look at the world that opened up simply because $12 an hour wasn't enough. I traded that for life experiences that is still paying me till this day. I want to share with you that you are worth much more. Someday, everything will make perfect sense. That's one of my favorite quotes. It says, but for now, laugh at the confusion. Smile through the tears. Be strong. And keep reminding yourself that everything happens for a reason. I really do pray that whoever's listening to this today, no matter what you're going through, understand that it is not permanent. Ooh, I've gone through so much, a lot of ups and downs. I can tell you that it is not permanent. Your life is worth it. It is a gift. Whatever you're facing right now, it is temporary. Do not get attached to what you're going through. Do not get attached to it. And if you are in a season of laughter, of fun, of happiness, enjoy it, soak it in. And understand as well the everyday things that sometimes we take for granted in life, waking up, seeing your kids, cooking for them, sitting down, having dinner with a friend, getting on the phone, calling a loved one that you love. Don't take it for granted. Do not take your life for granted. You are not here by chance. You are here for purpose. And I am telling you, maximize your life on a daily basis. You are who you are. There is no one like you. And as you go throughout your day, as you go throughout your life, just always remember when the cycle comes, ask the question, hmm, what is it that I'm not seeing here? What is it that I need to learn? And open up yourself to learn the lessons. And as you learn the lessons, I guarantee you, you will not stay the same. Things will come and go in life. Nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary. The hard times are not here to stay. And a lot of our difficult times sometimes, it brings you to a place 
where you can appreciate the peace, the love, the happiness that flows in your life. And you can truly appreciate all the creation, everything that God has created, the friendships and everything that you have. Let us be grateful. Find something to be thankful for on a daily basis. Have gratitude. Live your life fully, fully out loud. And remember to see yourself as God sees you. Thank you for joining us. Tell your friends. Follow us, Maximize Life with Maxandra.com. Again, www.maximize life with Maxandra.com. You can find the Maximize Life with Maxandra podcast on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, on all, all, all podcast platform. We appreciate you. You can go on my website, maxandra.com and get one of our freebies, one of the uh, books that I just released, which is Maximize Your Life in Time for Success. And you can also go to maxandra.com forward slash wait list. We have a course coming, Maximize Your Future course that you can get on the wait list so you can get an alert once we release it. I appreciate you. God bless you. God loves you. And I love you too.